the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Here it is, a Thursday already. We move now into the latter part of the week. Dave Ellswick show at, here on 101.1 FM. The uh, answer, as I've always promised you, when it comes to politics, when it comes to Arkansas politics, for sure, uh, we'll always be talking about it. And we'll be giving you the latest information that we can. I got caught uh, the other day by surprise. That's kind of hard to do with me because I got so many different people I talk to all the time. And I found out that uh, State Senator Trent Garner was not going to run for re-election. And um, I gave him a call and I said, can you come on? I'd like to talk to you about uh, how come. And he agreed. He's here right now. And Trent, thanks for joining us early in the morning on a Thursday here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Hey, I appreciate it, Dave. I'm coming from South Arkansas, Little Rock, dodging deer down here. So uh, if you hear me yell or scream or something like that, I might have hit Bambi down here. Just want to make sure everybody's aware of it. Okay, just make sure, since you hit him, that you can take him off the side of the road and bring him <laughs> home and take him to the meat processor. All right. <laughs> I mean, you could sell some you'd sell some burger that way. All right, bottom line, how come he decided not to run again? You would have been one of the people that I would have thought, for sure would be running again. You you were really starting to come into your own. Well, Dave, I appreciate that. But it's a couple of different things. When I ran the first time and won in 2016, one of the things I spoke against was career politicians. People get the Little Rock and they let the power and influence and the moral capital disease, I call it, kind of take them over. And I decided very early on I was not going to be one of those people. And I can say this, that after spending six years in Little Rock, uh, spending my time up there and seeing how things are done, I decided I wanted to go a different route and let somebody else uh, get in there and do a good job. My father-in-law, Matt Stone, he's, he's running for the seat down here in South Arkansas. He's a great guy, super conservative guy. I always tell people he's a better-looking, nicer version of me, so everybody in Little Rock should love him. Um, but more importantly, Dave, what, this is this is probably the, the more of the real reason right here. I, I, I like being in General Assembly. I like being in the State Senate. I think we do good work. But I've noticed for the last year, especially since President Biden's disastrous administration came into power, that it's the courts, not the General Assembly, who are helping the people or who are making significant change. Now, I'll give you a couple examples. Uh, we passed the good law, I thought, to allow individual choice with masks so uh-huh. the schools or other places couldn't do it. As a rogue liberal judge and an extremist uh, corrupt lawyer in Little Rock overturned a bill of thousands of parents and hurt children, in my opinion, by forcing these masks on them. You know, I had people call me about the employer mandate, and the Senate came together, and we had a big debate, but 
we passed a good law, but we didn't pass the emergency clause. So people right now are being fired left and right. Well, it was the federal courts and attorney generals who sued in federal courts were able to overturn that. And it seems like to me we need good conservative fighters in the judiciary just as much as we do the General Assembly. And so I'm going to focus my time on doing that, building cases, uh, helping people that need it. And uh, I, I just tell you, I heard from a lot of people the last 18 months who said, man, we need a good conservative lawyer uh, who can go to court and fight for us, just like all the left does. And uh, that kind of influenced my decision as well. Okay, so are you going to stay as a lawyer, or is the Supreme Court in your sights? I'll, I'll see how things work out. Right now, I mean, the court's pretty set. You, as you know, that most times Supreme Court, if you're running against an incumbent, it's very hard to beat them, just the kind of reality of the politics of the courts. Um, I'll be happy to look at other roles that they may come up in the future, uh, whether it's, you know, prosecutor, whether it's a judgeship, whether it's that uh, – Right now, I want to build up my law practice and help conservatives get elected. I think 2022 is going to be a bumper year for electing people across the board. And I'm, I'm excited to see what a Sarah Huckabee Sanders administration looks like over, say, an Asa Hutchinson, Jim Henry administration. I know what that looks like. I've seen it the last five years, and it's not good for Arkansas. Uh, I think Sarah Huckabee Sanders is going to come in there and gonna make a big world of difference, and I'm excited about it. And I'll be on the outside helping through the court systems if I can to, to, to influence conservative policy that way. If you uh, just joined us and you're wondering who that other voice is, that is State Senator uh, Trent Garner, who has decided he's not going to run for re-election. His father-in-law is running for election for his uh, old seat. And uh, anybody challenging him as far as the primary goes? No, nah, we've not heard anything yet. You never know how things are going to go. Every time you know somebody doesn't run, there's always a power vacuum. But Matt's done a lot. Some picked up some key endorsements. Uh, he's helped conservatives for uh, thirty or forty years now. He, I, I, we always joke about he was a Republican before it was cool. Uh, he helped Mike Huckabee in his first Senate race back in the early nineties uh, before people thought Republicans had zero chance, and he's helped out a lot of people since then. So I'm happy to see him step up and take the lead he's leadership in action and he's going to get out there and do great things in south arkansas and i'm excited about that so if somebody challenges me like i always said that's part of the process we plan on being aggressive and winning big time and uh making sure we have somebody to serve down here and uh, i'm excited for the opportunity to see matt serve and i'm excited for the opportunity to help people in different capacity as well is this something that you're excited about i mean you were one of the the republicans the first republicans to kind of break through in the south uh, you've been well liked down there. Uh, no one has been able to, you know, mount any kind of a of a charge against you. Now you got Gilmore. That's uh, one down there. Uh, has that solid blue hole that was there for years and years? Has it finally been cracked and broken? It has. And I, that's an excellent point. I think you bring up Dave. You know, when I ran out here, uh, I was told over and over again, there ain't no conservatives going to win in South Arkansas. And I said, I don't think that's true. I know the people down here, things have changed. And I'm wanting to get an incumbent Democrat by, you know, double digits. And then was challenged by a Democrat this last election and won by 22%. So, I mean, this is a solidly red area. I'm happy to see people like Senator Gilmore, Senator Beckham. Um, you know, we've had, we had a few people in the House down here, but now that's expanded to even more Republicans. It's just simple. I mean, the people of Arkansas are conservative people. They, they care about God. They care about their rights. They care about making money and getting the government off their back. And the people for a long time had that viewpoint, but still had kind of like this hold of Democrats in South Arkansas. Kind of like, a, you know, we'll vote for a national Republican if he's president, but, you know, local Democrat, he's not the same way. Well, after Barack Obama's disastrous administration and 
things like Obamacare and, and some of the you know, uh, social issues that got thrusted on us, Democrats can't say that anymore. Uh, they're tied to Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, Joe Biden. And I think that the people of Arkansas done got a gut full of, especially in South Arkansas. So I'm excited to see what the future holds. I think with the Sarah Huckabee Sanders administration, it's going to be completely different. You know, we're a conservative people. We voted that way. You know, we got overwhelmed majorities in the House, Senate, uh, all constitutional offices. But Governor Asa Hutchinson was stuck in the past. Uh, he's what I call a placebo conservative. Like you take a placebo pill and you think you're getting better, but actually you're just taking a sugar pill. Sarah Huckabee Sanders, I can say, overwhelmingly and definitively is a conservative. And when she gets in there, I think she's going to change Arkansas for the better. I'm excited to see it and to help out people like her and my father-in-law, Matt, and other people win uh, to make sure we keep this state as red as possible. So I think that we'll gain in seats in the Senate again and in the House. we got a supermajority in the House already. We'll have even a bigger majority after uh, the November election. Uh, how do you see the state Senate? Do you think the same thing happens? Oh, yeah. Well, we'll pick up, uh, unless something dramatic changes, at least we'll pick up Jim Henry's seat. You know, he switched to an independent. Right. After he, you know, could not win governor as a Republican because he sold out multiple principles and other things. And then he tried to get on MSNBC so he can start building up his failed, uh, you know, a TV appearance career, which is going nowhere. But that's a side issue. So we'll pick up Jim Henry's. Uh, Larry Teague's seat down here in South Arkansas got kind of consumed by Republicans. Uh, I think with Keith Ingram not running in northeast Arkansas, there's a shot there even to win that if a good Republican jumps in that. So I, I would say we're going to even uh, – we'll, we'll pick up a seat or two, I think. Uh, at the very least, we'll hold pack as our, as our conservative supermajority. And that's important because, as people may know, um, you know, you vote on a bill, it's, you know, 50% plus one. That's kind of the 18 votes. But for our budget and for other things that are very important, uh, you require the supermajority to get that. And so the Democrats, we don't give them any leverage of power. So help out candidates across the board. I know there's some people there in central Arkansas that are running against uh, extremist Democrats. I'd love to see them win as well and make sure we keep the state as red as possible. How do you see it? I'm, I'm, I've got one more question for you. How do you see what the uh, legislature uh, will be able to do? Is it going to finally, uh, do you believe, reach the tipping point and fall over with, uh, with, with Sarah winning the governorship? I don't think there's any uh, definitive way that she can lose, to be honest. And she wins the, the, the governorship. Now she puts forward school choice uh, you know, life and all the other things that are very, very close to the hearts of Republicans. You think you, you, you're going to be able to finally move forward without those people throwing wrenches into the to the works that you've had? Yeah, I, I've said this already. I'll say it again. I just think it's going to be a completely different 180 approach on the second floor of the Capitol to the executive branch. Um, I've heard Sarah on the campaign trail talk about vital issues that really hit with people in Arkansas, like critical race theory, with cutting our income tax to zero, with fighting against the uh, Biden administration. You know, Sarah Huckabee Sanders is out there saying the Biden administration is hurting our people with inflation and their stupid policies, and Governor Hutchinson is praising Biden for his unpoliticizing the COVID-19 virus. Uh, maybe he hasn't paid attention for the last year, but that uh, <laughs> I think it was fairly obvious he's been politicized. You know, critical race theory, uh, people act like that's not a big deal, but when you're teaching racist propaganda to children in school, I think that's a huge deal. We saw this as an example for people paying attention in Loudoun County, uh, Virginia. Virginia is a purple slash light blue state, 
and Democrats thought they were going to walk in there and tell parents how they were going to teach their kids. They thought the teachers' union would win them the day. They thought they would press transgender issues and cover it up like they did in Mountain County. And the people of that state said, oh, only no. And I think people like Sarah, the General Assembly, are going to see uh, what it means for, if you don't listen to the people. We'll see how some of these elections play out. I know there's a push to get, quote, unquote, moderate conservatives in there. Uh, my reality is I, I paid attention last year. People like Bruce Malick, who played like he was conservative, Democrat, got overwhelmingly beat. John Cooper, who sold out on uh, Standard Brown and some other critical issues, got beat by Dan Sullivan, a real conservative. And so I think people are going to start waking up and start seeing that if you don't listen to the people, if you don't actually act on some of these critical issues and not just do what the Little Rock mentality is and this kind of approach up there, uh, there's going to suffer electoral consequences. And I'm excited to see a more conservative Arkansas moving forward. You know, people like Rex Nelson, uh, who is uh, says he's a Republican, but uh, definitely he is not no more. He's, he's a lot of things. I'm not going to get too much detail on that. But, you know, he says we're too extreme and that we need to listen to the people and blah, 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 this and that. I think he's got it exactly opposite. Um, they need to listen to the people and start passing this critical legislation and make sure we keep Arkansas moving forward as a conservative state. Well, Trent, we always had you on our show. We uh, we loved having you come on because you spoke from a, a direct conservative red position. We'll keep on calling you, asking you for your opinions as well. But uh, I'm kind of sad that you're not going to be there in the uh, state Senate because you'd finally be able to do some of the things that you've been wanting to do for the last, uh, what, six years? I appreciate that, David. It means a lot to me. Matt will do an outstanding job. I think, like I said, with Sarah in there, we're going to do great. I think I can help people in other ways. But like I always said, if everybody needs me, make sure they reach out to me. My phone number is 870-818-9219. Hopefully we'll keep this state going forward. And uh, I appreciate the compliment, but... The thing is, that Senate seat isn't mine, is it isn't a person, it's about the people and people doing that job. That's always the mentality I had that don't think I'm too self important as a state senator to think that I'm a big shot. Actually I I work for eighty thousand plus people in South Arkansas. They're my bosses and I, I appreciate it, but it's not my seat. Well this state will continue to succeed and go forward and I appreciate the opportunity, but I'm excited about helping all other people and, and serving in different capacity. I appreciate the kind words, Dave. All right. State Senator, you have a good day. We'll be talking to you in the near future, especially as we move into the primary season here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Have a great day now. Thank you. Okay. Good to have uh, Trent Garner on. That should answer all the questions everybody's got about why he's decided not to run again. And his father-in-law is running, and he uh, assures us that he is as conservative as not a little bit more conservative than what Trent Garner is. With that, we got to get a first break in. It's 20 minutes after 6 on a Thursday. we got Rose Mims coming up in the next half hour. The uh, March for Life is coming up this Sunday. We'll talk about that when we come back uh, on the Dave Ellswick Show. All right, Heidi, just let me know that Rose is on her way up, so we'll have her on in uh, uh, the next half hour to talk about the uh, March for Life. But right now, you know, Making sure your home is secure is very, very important. And uh, if you're looking to get a security system, you want to make sure that the person who's putting it in is the best. And that's why ICU Protection LLC is the person that you should be, you know, visiting. You can get a hold of them online, icuprotectionllc.com, or you can call them 501-205-1333. 
Now, they'll tell you that, uh, you know, the best service is, you know, having the uh, the particular uh, hardware you need for doors and windows and cameras. And not just any old camera like the, in the, the days that, you know, you watch those crime dramas on A&E and stuff and you watch the, uh, uh, you know, pictures on the screen and they're all grainy they're black and white you can hardly make out whether it's a girl or a boy i mean that's not really important anymore i guess in our society since you can change from girl to boy and boy to girl whenever you want to but uh, the bottom line is is that they use cameras that are 1080 1080p just like you got on direct tv with that picture you got from a satellite that is just wonderful and so you can tell everybody they've got uh, virtual trip lines uh, that uh, that uh, turn the cameras on and and send you video that you can see on your phone and then you can call the police if you need to they can determine whether it's a person an animal or a car that's moving around your house They've got the latest in technology and the best technology that's possible for you to take advantage of. Their phone number, 501-205-1333. Their services, alarms, security, monitoring, they do residential, they do commercial. You just need to talk to Billy uh, Mack, the owner of uh, ICU uh, Protection LLC and He'll make sure that you pay for the service, but all the hardware is on him. You don't pay a penny for the hardware. It's just for the service. And uh, their service, uh, minimum service, $44 a month. It's a very, very good deal. 501-205-1333. That is ICU, the letters, ICU Protection LLC. Hey, my thanks uh, to uh, State Senator Trent Garner coming on and and talking about why he's decided not to run uh, for uh, the Senate again uh, and that his father-in-law is running for that position right now. He's unopposed. We'll we'll know more around uh, February 22nd. That's when the uh, the sign-up begins for the people who want to run uh, on, uh, you know, and get on the ballot to try to win a a state, you know, uh, Senate seat, a state representative seat want to run in for a constitutional office or uh, whatnot and all that's uh, coming up uh in may is when the i think it's may 26th is the election uh in the uh, the primary uh that uh, you'll want to make sure you vote in to make sure the people who are running are the people that you want to fill those positions and give you a chance to to, to have your say in that uh, remember that 101.1 FM, The Answer, is going to be your station to uh, you know keep your eye on for the simple reason we'll be telling you you know everything that's going on. We're going to have four town halls. Uh, one of our town halls is going to be a, a rally for Sarah. It's it's a done deal. She's she's the Republican uh, person who's running for Senate or not Senate Governor, and and we're going to. Uh, hold a rally uh, for her and i want to get several thousand people out to cheer her on and to and to fire her campaign up big time as we get through the get through the uh uh you know the the primary and then into the general election 
Uh, because, look, Salem Media is a conservative Republican uh, backing uh, media company, unlike many of the other big media companies around who are more liberal than you probably even know. Uh, and uh, we stand for what we, we believe in and what we have on the air for you to listen to. So on the 22nd of February, know that I'll be live at the Rotunda when they uh, decide that people start putting their money down. That's when it, when it, you know, we hear people are going to run for certain offices, but you can't say they're really running until they write the check. So we'll see how many people write the check and uh, get into the run. We're going to have town halls for AG, for Secretary of State, and for Lieutenant Governor. So you'll get a chance to question all of those candidates. We'll broadcast those live on the radio so you can listen to it. Uh, we're going to be a major uh, coverage uh, media comf- company for politics here in the state of Arkansas in 2022. Huge election coming up in 2022. That really has a lot to do with how our state's going to move forward and how this country is going to move forward. All right, Rose Mims, when we get back, let's take a break for the news, and then we'll get further on into the Dave Ellswick Show next. Back with you, Rose Mims is standing on deck, ready to get into the batter's box and join me here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Before we do that, let me remind you, when it comes to your health insurance, if you're tired of paying higher and higher premiums, and that's even if you're on a government plan and they're, you know, giving you money to help defer the cost, then you need to talk to Pat Davis. And I'm going to tell you what, those costs that they're giving you, uh, the money that they're giving you for health insurance, sooner or later, they're not going to be able to give you as much money. But I can tell you the health plans are not going to go down in costs and you're going to pay more money. That's the way it will work. 501-605-6935 is the number to call to talk to Pat. He'll talk to you about your uh, your health care that you want, your health insurance. You can use any provider in the nation, and he can take that provider and save you 30 to 50% on your premium. He can also make it that you have no co-pays. He can get that taken care of for, uh, for you as well. And you say to me, well, Dave, how can you reduce my costs and, uh, you know, not have me paying bigger, you know, co-pays and stuff? That's where you got to talk to Pat because I don't have all the, the stuff in the weeds that he does. He can he can explain how it works. Uh, again, Pat Davis is at 501-605-6935. And you can reach him on the Internet as well by what he's known by, your health plan man. That's one word yourhealthplanman.com. All right, let's move over. Let's talk to Rose Mims, one of my favorite people. And uh, two years in a row now, the most uh, pro-life state in the union is Arkansas. And I'm proud of that. We should all be proud of that because it took all of us working together to make that happen. Yeah, you couldn't have convinced me, uh, you know, uh, prior to 2010 that that was going to happen. Me too, but you know the left was fighting unbelievable, and they're they're fighting even now. But I think I think people have seen through their arguments, and if they listen to what went on before the Supreme Court, they really see now that their arguments really doesn't hold water. Well, they hold an extreme position, 
You know, when you say that it's okay to kill a baby that's fully developed moments away from a birth and kill that baby or let it be born and then neglect it, you know, or directly kill it because the mother didn't want it. You know, normal people can see through that and know that is wrong. Yeah. Yeah. What's the difference about what's in the womb and what's not in the womb? Uh, That's the big question they always got to answer. And they have they do not have an answer for that. They do not. You know, they say, well, the uh, I don't know, the, the, the person who's carrying the child, their rights supersede the rights of the child in the womb. I don't see it that way. Me either. I, I don't. I do not see it that way. You have all kinds of things you can do not to be pregnant. And I'm talking to the men as well as the women there. Uh, you can do a lot of different things. I mean, you can not have sex. That's probably the number one thing you can do, you know. But birth control and this whole thing about how birth control is so expensive, that's BS, Rose. That's, been, that's just a flat-out lie. It's not that expensive. And it amazes me. Uh as far as that's concerned. And uh, I saw, what was it? Uh, I think it was Chrissy Nome I, I was listening to yesterday. It was funny. She talked about two new pieces of legislation they were going to have in South Dakota. Let me tell you what they are. One, you can't go online and find a doctor and get, uh, you know, abortion pills sent to you. All right. Seems like we passed that law a while back. We did. And... They are just getting around to now passing a heartbeat bill. When you hear a heartbeat, abortion stops. And and I'm thinking, wow, Rose Mims, Arkansas Right to Life, Jerry Cox, and everybody uh, that has voted for life in the, the assembly has been way ahead of the curve over other states. Right. And people like Senator Trent Garner that you had on earlier, you know, a champion for life, you know, and... It's people like that that um, have helped all of us working together, as I said before, to make Arkansas named the second most pro-life state for the second year in a row. So yeah. it's great. And uh, today I'm here to talk about the March for Life. It's yeah, we're going to talk about it. I know you <laughs> okay. want to get to the main menu here. I'm, I'm, I'm getting out the hors d'oeuvres still. But the bottom line is that, Rose, you've done a fantastic – I want to just go on record. That we wouldn't be where we're at right now if it hadn't been for Rose Mims and the people that she's been able to impact about life. Well, you're very kind. But, you know, um, God gave me this mission in life and um, has helped helped me and directed me along the way. And I give him all the credit. Um, and so many peop- other people, you know, that have helped Arkansas Right to Life be the leading force in our state in the protection of all life, not just the unborn, but those that are newborn and those that are sick and elderly, disabled, that their lives are have dignity and value, and we have to protect all vulnerable human life. At the very beginning, did you find yourself on your knees and saying, oh, God, you know, how am I supposed to help you get this done? Absolutely. I, You know, I'd never... Uh, worked in an office before and i'd been a volunteer at a crisis pregnancy center started that in 1988 and the more i learned about the issue i just had to get more involved and do things and i did um 
in my community, you know, we started the we had the very first life chain in 1992 and also organized prayer at the abortion clinics. We had five in Little Rock when I first wow. began. So, you know, the more I got involved, I mean, Arkansas Right to Life, when they off, I was a waitress, you know, and just doing um, pro-life work part time. And when they offered me a job, I, my jaw dropped, you know, but I was so excited that I could help save babies full time, have a desk, you know, right. really make a difference. And um, but I learned from I mean, I was I knew nothing really about um, what I needed to do, but I had help people, you know, that were involved and. And could guide me along the way. And a few years later, they make me executive director. And, you know, just I've just been showing up and doing the work every day since 1995 with Arkansas Right to Life. And, um, you know, my hair has gone through so many different colors (laughs) over those years. (laughs) It's white now. So, um, you know, we're looking for that next not Rose Mims, but that next person that's going to lead Arkansas Right to Life into the future when I no longer can. You know, I realize that, you know, my days are numbered. Um, I keep, you know, planning to retire, but um, I'm open, though, to what God's plan is I was going to say, God keeps calling you back. That's right. You're kind of like in The Godfather where he says, I, I try to get out, and then they pull me back in. Right. Yeah, so <laughs> That's I'll the way it goes. be here as long as I Well, I be. want you here as long as God wants you here. How's me, that? Me too. Thank All you. right. Let's talk about the, the main course here we want to talk about. Let's talk about the March for Life that's coming up this weekend. It is, and it's the 44th Annual March for Life. 44 uh, years, amazing. I know. We started in 78 um, with the very first march and marching down Capitol Avenue. Well, there's been changes over the years. We're marching from behind the Capitol now, starting mm-hmm. at the the main starting point is Capitol and Wolf. We want people to stage, though, to gather between Wolf and Battery along that way and behind the, the starting point. And then we'll march um, behind there on West Capitol till we get to the back of the Capitol. Then we have to split, you know, into two directions, one to the left, one to the right, to circle the the Capitol and come back together on the steps for our program. I'm really excited about our program this year. It's going to be a very powerful March for Life. I hope everybody can come. The weatherman says the sun's going to be shining. and Partly cloudy. It will be cold, but it's January, and just bundle up. You know, it's a, it's a fairly short program from right. beginning to end. Start, you know, staging at one thirty. I think I'll have you out of there by 3.30, you know, so um, sunshine will help. But this year we have two men that are going to be speaking. That's kind of unique, isn't it? Well, it is rare, I'll say yeah. that, okay. that we hear from fathers because they have been shut out. Of the discussion. Uh, that's right, except when it comes to paying for it. That's right. You know, so um, we're going to hear their stories from Bruce and um Jeff, who have different stories, but you know, we have, I think it's high time that we recognize that men are involved. I mean, it takes two to make a baby, as you said before. It takes two um, to tangle. Every unborn child that's aborted has a father and those fathers hurt and uh, oftentimes do not want the abortion. 
a lot of times they do, and they're willing to, you know, get rid of the problem. But you don't get rid of the problem. That's, that's you know, the truth. Women who have abortions suffer. They don't ever forget it. It is not something they can put out of their minds because it's always there. Fathers are the same. Yes, they may try, but it's still there. That's in their past. Yep. And there is a reckoning. And we're going to hear from two fathers. And there are millions more out there. You know, millions. We've had over 60 million abortions. So, you know, we have that many fathers that are out there that we need to recognize them for once. Okay, so let's go through the times and uh, when you're all going to gather exactly what's going to happen, and then we'll take a break, and then we'll come back and repeat some of the things that we're going to talk about right now. Okay, well, the march itself starts at 2 p.m., but like I say, if you gather between one thirty and 2, you'll be in place and can... Uh, be there for the program. The program will start as soon as everybody gets to the front of the Capitol. We we expect the constitutional officers of the state of Arkansas to be there, the governor, attorney general, lieutenant governor, uh, secretary of state, land commissioner, all those, uh, the treasurer, they all come. And then um, our U.S. senators plan to be there. I hope they can make it. Bozeman and Cotton both? Yes, they they want to be there and Great. they will be there if at all possible. We've heard from uh, Congressman Hill that he will be there. Okay, haven't heard from the others, um, but you know we're we're going to have some VIPs there because they know it's an important event and thousands of Arkansans come to it, and uh, we will be trying to live stream it. But it starts at two p.m. You know, staging is one thirty. Okay, so. Most of the state legislature showing up? Oh, absolutely, yes. Member, I'm sure Senator Garner will be there and others, uh, Senator Bledsoe. You know, we've, we've, we're trying to get a list, but it's hard to because some don't RSVP that they're coming. And we try to, you know, look around and see who's there and try to recognize them. Right. But uh, it's hard to recognize everybody. So we do our best. Well, they've done a good job. Oh, absolutely. They've done a good job. Absolutely. I mean, it's been a war in this state a couple of times about life. It really, really has. Jerry Cox going to be there with you? Hey, Jerry should be there. Okay. I haven't, he hasn't told me specifically, but he's always there. Yeah. Well, that's surprising <laughs> I asked. All right. We're going to take, <laughs> we're going to take a break. I'm going to come back. Rose Mims is with us. Uh, she, of course, is the director of the Arkansas Right to Life. Uh, they are responsible for pushing much of the legislature through, and we uh, we really appreciate them uh, and what they have done. I appreciate the legislature and what they've done. They've uh, they've done what's right. They've stood up with what is morally right for a nation uh, to do. It's the forty fourth annual March for Life. It's going to happen Sunday. It's going to happen over by the Capitol. And it's going to get underway at 2 p.m., but you want to get there a little bit earlier so you can get, you know, get get all set up and get to the front of the uh, the crowd so you can see everything that's happening up on by the podium and the lectern and things of that nature. It's the Dave Ellswick Show. Uh, let me remind you about PI Roofing. PI Roofing will take good care of your roof if you've been seeing any type of, uh, of water uh, damage inside your home. Uh, because we've had, I mean, last weekend we had, you know, biblical rains on Saturday. And you may have seen a leak or the the uh, inkling of a leak, like discoloration on your ceiling or 
a little bit of water at the baseboards or maybe even discoloration on your walls because it's getting down between your uh, your drywall, the water is. Uh, the folks at PI Roofing can take good care of it. They can take care of the roof. They can come in and repair the damage that's been done inside your house. They do that uh, as well. That's PI Roofing, 707-3551. They're the only roofing company that's ever walked on my roof. I trust them implicitly. And uh, Joel and Veronica do a great job. And uh, you can visit them online at piroofing.com. All right, we got eight minutes until seven. We've got uh, Joe and Duck coming to talk about cars in the next hour, as they always do on Thursdays. But right now, Rose Mims is here from Arkansas Right to Life, and we are talking about the 44th annual March for Life that's uh, going to take place on Sunday. If you've never taken part in it, I highly recommend that you do so. You'll be amazed at how it invigorates you and emboldens you when you see a whole lot of other people that believe just the way you believe and uh, you should take part in this and then go out then then you can go out and have a late lunch or whatever (laughs) well it's a peaceful and a prayerful witness uh you know we gather to remember the roe v wade decision that was uh decided on january 22nd 1973 49 years ago amazing yes that um, overturned every state law uh, that protected life. And there were some states that already had passed legal abortion, but it overturned states like Arkansas that, you know, abortion was illegal except well, for life of the mother. Across most of the South. Right. Abs- well, In most Texas. of the country. Yeah. Most of the country was that way. And so giving the legal right for a, a pregnancy to be terminated by abortion um, primarily in the first three months and then, you know, for other reasons up until really the moment for before birth so we had abortion on demand so i want the your listeners to um know a few important details about the march for life um it will be as usual you know no um requirements um that anybody has to do anything special except you know use their own common sense and uh precautions yeah, you no, know no noise makers <laughs> well you know uh of course we want it's peaceful it's prayerful like i said churches will be coming families will be coming old and young alike and by the thousands and we want everybody to be safe so uh capitol police will be there uh, you know making sure of that and you know we it is a always um thank you god a safe and safe place to be it's to, got a secu- to get. you got the security right they're taking care the of the capital will be open to the public for those who need restrooms um parking is free wherever you want to park primarily except we don't want you parking in the back along the route right and that's west capital directly behind the capital please don't park there you know but there are other places to park you can park in the front walk to the back or you can park in the back and walk to the front yeah. you know so parking is not an issue if you if you're bringing a bus load of people same for buses now they are going to have that lot that's directly across the street from uh wood lane there on capitol open it's a typically a gated lot a uh, lot but right. they're going to have the arms open and people can park there or you can park along the street wherever it's a short walk from behind to the front so but but if you're handicapped or if you're um just can't make that walk bring your lawn chair sit you know find a spot there in the front and wait 
and a lot of people do that. You know, they don't march. They just wait for the uh, marchers to come and do the program. It's powerful to march, though, and we'll have um, lots of volunteers in Green Vest. If you have a question or see something that's not right, please let our volunteers know. We need more volunteers. You know, what's amazing is that when you're marching, and it's been a couple of years, I've missed the last few years of this, but as you're walking and it's so quiet, you can just hear all of the shoes of people talk, <laughs> you know, as everybody's walking, you yeah. can hear everybody walking and that, yeah. that's quiet. Yeah. Well, that's good. And, uh, I like that. Uh, nobody's ever told me that before, but that's, that's, that's something. It's good for yeah. reflection. Yeah. Right. That, yeah. So, um, you used to, you know, we would hear the bagpipes at some point when we were coming down Capitol Avenue, cause that's the music that we play Amazing Grace bagpipes. Right. And so I sort of missed that part of it on the march that they don't hear the music uh-huh. but then it's playing so when they get closer they start to hear it okay and that's keep powerful. that in mind they haven't given that up no just got you got to get a little closer and that'd be and there'll be thousands of people there it will be a huge march now is this going on in in uh, little rock and across the country as well as on that day I, I don't know that in particular i do know uh what i try to do is always put the march for life the closest to this 22nd anniversary without going past it. Uh, yeah. Next year, we the 50th, we will be January 22nd. Well, hopefully, this is my hope, is that the Supreme Court in June will uh, rule and Roe v. Wade, as we know, will be gone. And that's my prayer also that we won't be having to then march it'll be for a the celebration. Unborn. That's right. That's right. It will be. A glorious celebration. Now, abortion won't be illegal. That's right. You know, it will be illegal states. in Arkansas. Yes, it'll be a state issue, like it should be. Absolutely, as always was until that point. And then Brennan and all those guys made things up out of whole cloth. Yeah, but you know, our work won't be over. There will still no, be no. women in Arkansas wanting an abortion, going elsewhere. We'll still be working to change hearts and minds on this issue. Let me get you back on in the near future because i'd like to talk to you about that and i want to talk to you about uh i mean the crisis pregnancy centers play such a a vital role in all that plus let's talk about after the child comes because we're called to take care of those those kids too and and let's talk about that and so uh, you know when that time comes when that day comes that abortion is illegal in arkansas there will still be women who have pregnancies where they cannot or they do not want to care for their child so we have a safe haven law in arkansas so if they deliver the baby and they can't or won't care for that child they can surrender that child to a law enforcement agency or fire department uh, hospital and no questions asked as long as there's no you know the child is okay and no abuse we will talk about that when i have you back on the air and we'll talk about how pro-life people can step into the breach All right, news is next, and then we'll be back. Don't forget, it's happening this Sunday.
All right, back with you. Final hour of a uh, Thursday edition of the Dave Ellswick Show. Thursdays are today that Joe uh, comes in from uh, Joe's Garage and Duck comes in from Duck's Garage and uh, answer your questions and questions that have been sent in. If you have a question about your car, uh, you know, 501-823-0965. That's the number, 501-823-0965, and these guys are going to help you out. Uh, Saturday, we had like six six or seven callers. Good. It yeah, was, we had a bunch it, Saturday. It was busy, busy, busy. Yeah, we didn't get but to, I think, one question yeah, Saturday. Yeah, just one written question. So we like to do it that way more than we like to do it off of questions being written because, you know, you write down what you think is important and send it to us, but <coughs> there may be some f- extra information that we have and, that have in, in need of, and if you call in, they can say, well, tell me this, and you can give them the extra information they need to make a, a better diagnosis, so to, so to speak. So keep that in mind. Joe is at Joe's Garage. He's from over in North Little Rock on Crystal Hills Road. You get off on Crystal Hills Road uh, off of uh, uh, 40, and as you come off, depending on which way you're coming, do not go towards the forest basically yeah go outside that area go away from where the water park used to be yep uh it's there but it's a ghost town now but just go away from there and you'll you'll see his his shop got two huge american flags in the front that uh if you miss them you're asleep i'm just letting you know you you might want to get out of your subconscious mind and consciously be driving again uh, Duck is from Duck's Garage. He is down in the Benton area. If you're going down the Benton area, uh, you want to go to Air Lane, Lane Drive. Drive which it's is the 116 exit. It's down there by the New Boys and Girls Club. Senior you, Citizens You place. who live down in that area know exactly where I'm talking about. Make your way over there. You can't miss them. All right. He's got a bumper-to-bumper awning in the front of his building. You'll see it. You'll see it. All right, so let's let's talk about what's going on. You're talking about bad weather maybe this weekend. Nothing nothing significant. I mean, we're not looking at um, a two or three inch snow. They're looking for a covering, like one inch is what they're saying. And if that's the case, it's still going to make things slippery on uh, you know early Sunday morning. Yeah, they talking about starting off rain and turned over to snow. Yeah, and Saturday night, early in the morning. Like, I think they're saying 3 a.m. kind of. You're looking for some snow coming in the area. And then it'll move out, be partly cloudy. It's going to be in the 40s. It'll all be be history by the afternoon. Just keep keep that in mind. But if you have tires and they don't have a lot of tread, when the road gets wet, they have problems. (laughs) But when they get snow... And it gets slush, and it gets some ice on it. They really can cause you problems. So, uh, how do you know when you don't have enough tread, Joe? Well, you, when you every, get to the wear marks, yeah, every tire's got a wear bar indicator on it between the tread. When it's down to it, it's wore out. It's eighty, eighty-five percent wore out. It's time to replace it. Uh, you know, and generally, uh, tires only have a five or six-year life expectancy. Uh, 
I usually start really looking at them around four and a half, five years because of weather cracks because the rubber dries out. Right. But you look at the wear bar indicators. You look if it had uh, alignment issues or cupped out, uh, several things like that, Dave. And and there's just an inspection to do is all it is. Okay. Now, cupping of a tire is very easy to figure out. Yes. Typically happens on the outside edge. Well, at least can, to me it has. It can be on the inside. It can be on the outside. Uh, different and, tread designs and whatever kind of vehicle it is, front-wheel drive, rear-wheel drive, the truck or car. Uh combination of things can cause the cupping a balance issue alignment issue uh, low air, air pressure, pressure all, or a combination of those can cause it and driving habits also and not rotating your tire that's what i'm saying and not yep. maintenance in it so. you gotta you gotta rotate your tires if you don't i bet you if you don't rotate your tires that the life expectancy of your tire goes down by what 35 percent most likely and another thing too right now everything is cooled off so you've lost some air out of your tire yeah they need to be checked when they get service you know they need to be you know just looked at and checked yeah and when you're driving down the road if that light comes on mm-hmm. that supposedly yeah. looks like a tire <laughs> it's close get it get yeah get it get it filled up and you know what if you drop by ducks or you stop by joe's or any bumper to bumper certified service center they'll service if you if you've been coming to them they're going to take care of your tires for you. Yeah, sure. We'll look at you. We'll yeah. air them up for you for free, whatever it takes. Make okay. sure that uh, you know you don't want to drive on a car with low air pressure in a tire. Best thing about a tire monitor, Dave, in my opinion, which is, is great, especially if you're traveling. Uh, <coughs> if you're driving down the road and the little light comes on, you can pull that up on a lot of vehicles and see the specific wheel that is low. Yep. Yep. And you can watch that air. And you can say, all right, it's continuously getting lower and lower. You know you need to get off the next exit and get something done to it. Yeah. Find you someone to take care of you. Or you need to pull to the side. Every time yep. mine has happened, it's been a total blowout, and it's <laughs> like goes from 25 to zero. Yeah. Boom, done. Well, you run over something and cut it, and it just, you know, lost the air all at once. Yeah. Yeah. Generally, a tire doesn't survive that because even by the time, if it goes completely flat and you're going 65, 70 mile an hour, by the time you get off the side of the road, it's going to be damage the sidewall. Well, the sidewall is the the kind of the weakest part of the tire. Yes. You know, the part that's hitting the road, the rubber hitting the road, that's the part where the belts and stuff are Steel really and all that's at. Yeah, are, are set up at to try to be able to hold on to the, sure. to, to the and road. An, and another thing, too, Dave, speaking of tires, uh, you need to maintain your, you know, maintenance your vehicle. You need to check your antifreeze. Mm-hmm. You need to get your windshield washer flood that's 32, get yeah. it back down because... Sub zero. Yeah. yeah, because when you bust some of these windshield washer tanks and you go to put it in there, ain't it, Joe? Some of them's a pain. They're very pricey, them, too. Yeah. And it's, they're hard to put in, and it costs extra, and you have to enter fender wells, got to come out. You can spend an hour and a half putting Front one in. Front bumper cover's got to come yeah. off. You're looking at $150, $200 labor on it, plus the part. So... Well, a, and some of these tanks are anywhere from a hundred to three, four hundred dollars. Yeah, well, I can tell you right now, I I need to come over and get my oil changed and try to set that up for tomorrow. But while I get my oil changed, I'm going to change my uh, windshield wipers as well. We'll do that. I'm starting to see some streaks, and you know what? You know when it when it snows and you get ice and all of that, you want to have windshield wipers moving that crap off of your windshield. Well, you need to. You know, twice a year is, uh, is the minimum to change a wiper blade. Yeah, that's what I tell people. Uh, spring and spring and winter spring winter, and winter spring, yep into spring going into summer 
You have you, bake it during the summertime. Mm-hmm. Well, you change it before winter comes, and then after winter, when at, in, in the summer, when about the time summertime comes, it'd be time to replace them again because of the spring pollen. The pollen just eats the wiper blades up. You know, you never think about that, but if you look at you look at pollen under a microscope, it's just a little fine sand. Yeah, it really take care of that rubber. And we fast. have a lot of pollen in Arkansas. <laughs> really? Yeah. Really? Is that Every, what that colored stuff everything is? Everything turns pretty car? and green. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't have it on my car as much since I finally got a garage with my house. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I don't have it. But I can tell you what, I know when the pollen's around. My body lets me tell oh, when, yes. the, when the pollens are out. All right, 16 after 7. You got to call and uh, give us a, a question and we'll take it. Uh, 501-823-0965. That's 501-823-0965. It is, of course, uh, the car guys. That's what I call these guys, the car guys. They're here. Or if you got a semi, we get semi guy here, too. That can answer any questions about 18-wheelers that you might have. Yeah, we got one on this list we're going to talk about. All right, 823-0965. It's the Dave Ellswick Show. Uh Let's uh, talk a little bit about bumper to bumper, and then uh, we'll get into a break, and then we'll come back and uh, take some of these questions that we've got or calls if they come in. 501-823-0965. That's the number uh, to uh, call to talk to Joe and Duck. With that said, bumper to bumper, what uh, what's happening over there right now? What are they telling you? Because sounds like to me supply chain stuff is getting bad again. Well, we haven't seen it in parts yet. I mean, uh, a little bit, but it depending on what the part is. I think uh, Bumper to Bumper is doing a real good job keeping up with as much as they can. But e- even other parts suppliers, we see issues with it and, you know, might have to do something and wait a day or two. But most of the time, Bumper to Bumper can get it overnight if they don't have it. They've got like four or five warehouses and distribution centers all across the central u.s down in florida and up in kentucky and so they play chess they just move their pieces around a yep. little bit yes sir and sometimes it ain't no choice but to move stuff around because that's you know they only so many of them parts out there but now big truck parts yeah they've they are very hard to come by right now U joints big truck U joints like sp250 you can find them where i used to was paying 60 and 70 dollars a piece now they're 200 dollars a piece yeah you're playing double or, or yeah. triple and you can you can find them but like i say you know but it's like everything else it's uh it, it's uh getting harder and harder to come it's an by. adventure yeah shell rotella 15w40 if you run shell rotella in your vehicle you see it on the shelf you better buy you some okay that's oil i'm thinking that's all engine oil for okay. big trucks anything you know diesel trucking up diesel pickup up right now you can't get any i have not been able to get any wow i've got three five gallon buckets because i got two customers they use it and and uh evans called me and said hey do you need any i said not right at the moment he said well we got 65 gallons or something other end and it was gone within two hours you might if you you may not need it right now but you may need it in a week or two you might want to buy some it's not the oil that's the problem it's the additive that they put in the oil to make it meet all this new epa standards Okay. Like the new trucks, the brand new trucks, like the nineteen, the late nineteens, twenty, twenty, and twenty ones, they run a JP five oil. The anything under nineteen runs a JP four oil, which the JP five will cover anything down, 
but it won't cover them, you know, the newer ones with all this new exhaust system and all that stuff on it. You just talked Greek to me. I know, but it's okay. <laughs> I had no... Heidi, did you have any idea what he was saying? Neither did I, to be honest with you. All right, let's take care. But you can get it from bumper to bumper, right? Yes. All right. Well, they had some Monday when I talked to them, but it went quick, so I don't know if I got any left or not. But you can, when you go to Walmart and Walmart don't even have it, that tells you that we got a problem. All right. Is it because of a Biden policy? The additive they can't, they're on the ship somewhere. <laughs> It's always the president's fault, I'm just telling you. It's just the buck stops at his desk. All right, we got to get a break in. Let's do that. Joe and Duck going to be with us over the entire hour. They'll take your questions. We'll read your questions that we've been sent here on the Dave Ellswick Show. 719 on a Thursday. Back with more in just a moment. All right, 22 minutes after 7 on a Thursday. Joe and Duck are here. I don't have to give you last names. You know who they are. They've been doing this for uh Double-digit years on the Dave Ellswick Show. Uh, your questions at 501-823-0965. All right, if you want to ask him a question, I have Hammer, who has sent us a question in about a 2009 Chevy Silverado 2500, eight-cylinder, 6.6 liter. And uh, here's what uh, Hammer had to say. I've got a 2009 Duramax diesel. Sometimes when sitting at a stoplight or coasting to a stop, I get an engine power reduced message. Power is reduced for about 100 feet or so. When taking off, then runs fine. When hooked up to a computer, the code says there's an issue with the mass airflow sensor. I've changed it twice, plus replaced the air filter with a new one, and it's still happens it's not all the time though so what do you have to say about that duck well somebody just pulled the codes out of it they didn't go in and look at the information dave most likely he's got an inlet knock sensor bad not totally not working it comes and goes and comes and goes and if he don't get it took care of he's gonna wind up putting exhaust on it Uh uh-oh because it's that's well, a lot, that, let me tell you what. Let me just jump in. That's a lot more expensive than going and letting them run a code tester on your truck. Yeah, he's done replaced the mass airflow sensor twice. Joe, you know and I know. Mm-hmm. It ain't likely you're going to get a bad one twice in a row. You may get the bad one the first time, but but I've, we've seen this before on 09, 08, 09, 10, 11, and 12. It throw that code up, and usually it's got a knock sensor going bad. You just got to. Put the computer in the car seat, put somebody in there with you, somebody watch the computer and go drive down the interstate, and you'll catch it. It'll be a split second that it'll catch going down the interstate. And it don't catch it long enough to throw the code for it, but it's catching it long enough that it will put it in reduced power. And when it goes in reduced power, it's going in reduced power for a reason, because it goes out of reach in, all that stuff turns off, and it's going to get expensive if you don't get it to somebody and let somebody that can look at the information and go by. All right. Well, Could be an outlet, but it's probably going to be an inlet. Forewarned is forearmed. Well, it's back to that old thing. Just because you have a code, that doesn't mean that's what's wrong with it. It's just like we were just talking about oxygen sensors when we was off air. Had yeah. a vacuum line broke on back of a Ford truck the other day. And fixed the vacuum line, oxygen sensors went back to working. But the code was for the O2. Yeah. Same here. You, you, you have to test, not guess. 
And if you just start hanging parts on there because you have that code, you're guessing at it. You, you can actually test it. And, and a lot of these, when they set a code, especially the GMs, they got great freeze frame data. Yes. Which means that the minute that code set, it takes a snapshot of all the sensors and what's going on. Yes. And, it, and we can go out and we can drive the vehicle. We can duplicate the speed, the engine RPM. We can do all that to try and duplicate the failure when it occurs, just like it did when it took that snapshot. Yeah. And it'll take that snapshot instantly once it, it, it recognizes it. Within seconds, it takes it. And that's what you got to go in and look at. You got to go in and look at all the data, go drive it. You know, and it'll tell you it was at 205 degrees, you know, and but the, what gets me, he said he'll come into a coast or come up to a stoplight and it's right. doing it. So that tells you there that it's taking a snapshot of the data and it's also telling you, hey, I've got a problem. You better fix me or it's going to get expensive. All right. Keep that in mind. That's why we have these guys on the air. If you've got a question, 501-823-0965 for you to call in. Let me ask you about Cliff here, Joe. 2007 Ford Edge, SEL, six-cylinder, 3.5 liter. Uh, the uh, heat is not working on the driver's side. We've heard this before. Sure. I, not about this particular car. I'm just saying we've, he- we've heard this question. Here it is. I have a Ford Edge. Heat only works on the passenger side, but it's definitely not the 90 that it should be. Driver's side blows cold air. T- tried resetting the fuse as well as checking the blend door motor on the driver's side, and it's moving. It's a dual temp system. That's why it has two blend doors. My antifreeze, uh, RESI, appears full reservoir. Uh, I'm running normal engine temp. Any ideas what the problem could be? This is your bailiwick, Joe. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know. I can give you two answers to it. Yep. One, if the right side's hot and the left side's cold, and you can see the left side blend door actuator, the actuator may be moving, but a lot of times the door that it operates is on a plastic shaft. Yep. That door's probably broke. Or he doesn't have enough heat coming out of the heater core, which means what we would do, we would get under there and put a thermometer in there and see what is blowing temperature-wise. And the reason the driver's side would be cooler than the passenger side is because the heater core is on the passenger Passenger side. side. And as that air moves across, because a a heater in an automobile should blow about 150 to 60 degree air. Yes. That's That's right. And that's the only way it can do that and keep inside that car warm because of, of going down the freeway at 70 miles an hour, you have a few air leaks in there. Right. It has to blow that hot keep the windshield defrosted and keep you warm inside the car but yep. most likely he's got a blend door broke inside the heater case on that vehicle. Yeah, it's got the the shaft broke on it That's we it. had one last week guy come in and said hey my heater's working but it just ain't warm enough and it was stopped up yep got to going to put a heater core in it next week okay so he had a look literal had a blockage in yeah, the heater mm-hmm. core yeah the holes in the heater core nowadays are real real small and it don't take much to cover them up. They'll stop up. And, 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 you know, on a day when it's 45 or 50 outside, it'll blow warm air. On a day when it's 22, it won't. No. And that was last week when we had them 20-degree mornings. He was in there early in the morning. And you could grab the hose going into it, and you couldn't hold it. But the one coming out, you could hold it. And it, it was about 90 degrees coming out. 
Yeah, there's and a big the one, difference. Yeah, the one going in was 150 degrees. Yeah, that's that's a huge difference. Yep. All right, let's take a break. We got to get to Bill O'Reilly. He's up next, and we'll come back. We'll uh, catch up on uh, East End Towing, and then we will get back into the show with Joe and Duck. But right now, off we go to Bill O'Reilly, see what he's got to tell us. I'm sure that he'll have some opinions on something and about uh, politics here on the Dave Ellswick Show. So, again, he's ready to go. Bill, you ready? He says yes. All right, back with you, Dave Ellswick Show. Let me remind you that if you have a car question, you can get it answered today from two of the best, you know, uh, technicians and owners here in the area. You know, Joe is here. Duck is here. Joe's Garage, Duck's Garage. Uh, the phone number, 501-823-0965. All right, question that we've got from Nick is that he's got a 2012 Ford F-150 uh fx4 six cylinder 3.5 liter i've been having issues with the brake system the brake pedal had was uh pulse pulsing when i was pressing the brake i changed brake rotors brake pads brake fluid driver's side bearing hub with abs sensor and brake calipers until now nothing has changed the pulses are coming from front driver side. Well, I would uh, I, I don't I don't know to argue with Nick about this, but he's done a lot on this. It's a 2012. It's ten year old truck. Uh, if it's still doing it, then he's got something not letting it release because the only thing that'll that'll warp a rotor is heat. Correct, Doug? Correct. So he's put a caliper on there, but I'm concerned about the brake line going to it. If it's restricted and doesn't let the fluid return or the piston, and and he said he put a new caliper on there, a reman caliper, so it's probably not that issue. So I'm going to say probably that uh, it's not uh, returning fluid properly and lightly hanging it on. The way we check that, we'll go drive one, and, and we'll come back, and we'll put an infrared thermometer on it and check the differential in the temperature of the test drive. And if one side's hotter than the other one, we know that one's dragging then we look to see why it's dragging, and most of the time it's a hydraulic issue, isn't it, Doug? It's a brake line. Most of yeah. the time it's, time. it's, you know, it could be ABS module, but it's it's probably a brake line. But but there's two different pulses. There's a pulse when the ABS module comes on, and there's a pulse when the rotor gets out of out around. And if he'll come to one of us, we'll go drive it for him, won't we, Joe? Well, sure. You know, and he might be mistaken. He thinks it's the left front, but it might be the right front. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I have seen some of them, some of them that yeah. would be the, I have had it come out of the back to the front, and you swear it's in the front, and it'd be in the back. Well, it's just like noises. You'll swear that it's coming from your right side, yeah. and it's coming from the left back. Yep. It's just really weird. I had a guy with a Subaru call me and said, hey, I've, I've been to a couple of places, and they tell me i got transmission problems. And I said, what's it doing? He said, it's got a noise in it. I said, did this noise start from the time you accelerate or when you get up in the higher gear then the noise coming he said no from, when you start moving you start here so he come over to the shop and we set it up on the lift i spun the left rear wheel put a wheel bearing in it he said they was trying to charge me four thousand dollars put a transmission in it ow i said yeah and you just still had the same noise that's right ow so put a wheel bearing in it and i said this thing needs brakes on it while i'm in here so they put rear uh, rear rotors and pads on it and wheel bearing in it he left out there smiling yeah how much was that 
Right at six hundred dollars, I think. Dave. Okay, time is off. Instead of four thousand, that's a big difference. Yeah, it is. That's a huge. Well, he's going to spend difference. the four thousand plus. Go plus, yeah, plus. Yeah. You know, there's a big difference between working on cars and trucks and, and fixing, fixing cars. them. Yeah, that's right. And, that's exactly and right. The trick to that is doing the testing to diagnose it properly, so you don't do things it doesn't need. Dave. Well, that's what you always say: test, don't guess. That's right. And fix, don't just work on them. That's How many it. times we get in one that's got a noise in it? And you go down the road and you ease the steering wheel to the right and the noise shuts up. Okay, you need a wheel bearing in it, left wheel bearing in it. And what you're doing when you're easing the wheel to the right, you're loading that bearing and taking the slack out of it so the noise will go away. All right. But, you know, we went down, got in the parking lot down there at Senior Citizens and run around in a circle both ways and find it. Did it take you about a moment? Yeah, a couple, three, four minutes, and you can figure it out. That's what I said. Just took you a moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's not long. Hey, don't forget about my friends at East End Towing. If your car happens to give up to ghosts, like you burn out a, a bearing or something, and your uh, wheel is smoking, you probably want to pull over to the side and stop. Uh, call East End Towing. They'll take good care of you. They know uh, your uh, positions that uh, you're in. If you're in a certain situation, they'll be able to handle it. They know what to do. Uh, 888-8849 is the number to call. 888-8849. Put that in your phone. Put it in under towing. And that way you're sure to call a tow company that knows what to do and how to do it. And you won't end up even with worse problems than you had when you had to call them in the first place. That's East End Towing. Number again, 501-888-8849. That's 501-888-8849. All right, let's get back and uh, see what we got here. I'm picking up my paper here. I see George has got a 2016 Mazda 6 Touring, four-cylinder, two-and-a-half liter. It says that the car is not engaging to sport mode. Uh, 45,000 miles on this car. Automatic transmission was replaced three months ago. And initial learning was done. After that time, when I flick sport mode on, it just flashes three times and doesn't engage. No matter the car is cold or warm, driving or stop, ATF level is normal. Cruise control, ABS, TCS, DSC are not active. No codes during diagnostic and check engine light is off. Wow. Well, he answered probably the question when he said automatic transmission was replaced three months ago and initial learning was done. Well, I'm going to tell you, 2016, there's more than just a little bit of initial learning there. It's probably a uh, programming issue on that. That's what I was fixing to say. The program didn't get done good. Somebody or, didn't flash it good? Is that what you're saying? You know, that would be the first place I would look. And, and, you know, just because the transmission is new, it's really actually not new. It's a reman unit. Yes. Uh-huh. And so there could be an issue with that. So I would be looking at the transmission and the transmission flash that was done on it and who did it. And you can get in, put hook your computer to it, Joe, and and, mm-hmm. and go go drive it. And you can tell when it's, it's flashing, telling you that there's something wrong. I mean, it's not flashing just because it wants to. It's telling you that, hey, you got a problem. I'm not going into sports mode. Okay, so if you took it somewhere and they put this transmission in and now there's a problem, 
the first thing you do is take it back to the person who did the transmission work because right? it said it's done three months ago and most transmissions got a year's warranty at least a year i'd take it back and let them check it and retest it and all that so give them guys, an opportunity to do the right thing that's correct give them an opportunity, well, give them to, the opportunity right to, to repair it like it needs to be done and and you know don't don't keep it a secret and never go back you need to tell them because if you don't tell them they don't know yeah they think everything is good because yeah. you're not been back to see them that's right now it's different yeah. if you call them and they say yeah we, we did it and it's working fine you know we'll see you later and, and you got a reason to be upset if you take it back and they have trouble diagnosing it, can't figure it out, and then you take it to another shop and get a second opinion on it. And one that's, you know, doesn't have anything to do with that. And, you know, there are some things on the vehicle that can cause it to. Not to go in sports mode. That's correct. And, and, and it may just be a setup issue. It could be a program issue. It could be a communication error between the transmission and another module, and it's not going to let it do the sport until it is totally integrated together so it's there's a lot of things going on there that i would be subject to look at as far as the software on it's where i'd be looking all right yeah. next question okay i'm looking at miguel okay it's got a 20 uh, 2003 mazda protege lx four-cylinder two-liter engine overheat damage radiator was empty (coughs) excuse me didn't check the coolant suspected coolant was lost due to faulty pump my car overheated badly to the point where it reached h it cut off i let it cool added water to the radiator there is no sign of coolant where the oil is and no sign of oil in the radiator the car can start, but it idles roughly. It's at the mechanic right now. We changed the water pump, timing belt, and some seals. However, it still idles badly. When it overheated, it started giving that problem. However, it did drive pretty normal. I was uh, able to cross over 100 uh, kilometers. kilometers an hour with no overheating. It only loses power from idling up to second gear well that's the old thing you know it got hot and it's probably done some head damage or it did some damage to maybe the spark plugs and the boots maybe an engine misfire uh, there's some more testing to do here whoever yep. put this water pump and stuff on there they should have done that pull those plugs out pressure tested that coolant system made sure that there's not any coolant getting into the combustion chamber on one of the cylinders if there's not, and we need to be looking at the ignition on that real close, just because, I mean, sometimes overheating can damage the coils in the boots, correct? Well, and yeah, the because they're down in a hole, mm-hmm. and they get hot, too, and, and rubber's going to bust. You know, it's gonna, if it gets hot enough, it'll bust, crack open. But And if you went all the way to H, you got hot. Well, he went all the way to it shut off. Yeah, you really got and hot. And that's a that's aluminum head, and I lay you out. He's got water going into one of the spark plug holes what i think too and you know you have to remember that the only thing that'll cause a head to crack or a head gasket to fail is one thing and it's completely due to overheating yeah that's it there's no other problem to cause that you know what they say you got to fix the three c's what's the three c's what caused the problem then you repair it and then you make sure it's okay okay Mm -hmm. (laughs) i got you the water pump caused the problem got cause and effect and 
you, you can fix the cause, but sometimes you have the effects. Yeah, you have what's left over from the problem, and and that little two liter they've been known to blow head gaskets anyway. All right, last question before we take our last break. Harold's got a, a 1997 Ford F-150 Lariat, eight-cylinder, 4.6-liter. When I take off in first, the motor is ready for second. The minute you take off, go through all the gears, and in fifth gear, only going 35 miles per hour, give it more gas, and motor RPMs continue to climb and are ready for gears that aren't there. One is this a standard or is this That's what I, I, I'm thinking it is, but uh, I, I'm not sure. It's a '97 model. It's it's can't it's only only automatic and that be a four speed, so it's got to be a, it's got to be a standard. Yeah, it's got to be yeah. a standard with five speed in yeah. it, and he's got a clutch slipping in it. Yeah, most likely. The RPMs are coming up. Thinks he's ready to go, but it ain't. Yeah. Okay, that's most, a quick answer. Most likely, it's going to be a clutch problem. All right. You get it fixed. Take it to a bumper-to-bumper service uh, service center, and they'll take good care of you. It's uh, about uh, 13 minutes until 8. We've got to get a final break in. I uh, sent an email out to David Lucas Financial last night. I sent it to David Lucas. I want to get him on in the next couple of weeks because I want him to come on talking about silver and gold because we've been talking about it in his ad uh, consistently now for about two months. And I want him to talk about... Uh, you know, cyber coins too. You know, crypto, crypto mm-hmm. stuff. So the stuff you can't see. Yeah, yeah. We want to talk to him about that and see what he has to say about that. Because I'm hearing they're going to have crypto IRAs. That's kind of weird. Anyway, I want to talk to him and see what he has to say about that. Just remember, if you're wanting to know about selling, uh, buying silver or gold, you need to go to David. Because uh, they work with one of the only regulated and licensed national wholesalers in the country. So you get direct prices from a dealer that you can trust. Noel, you can learn how silver and gold could help you protect your assets. All you got to do is call David Lucas Financial, 501-222-3315. That is 501-222-3315. Investment advisory services offered through David Lucas Financial and Arkansas Registered Investment Advisor. Back with you eight minutes to go here. Got time still. Get your question in. 501-823-0965. 501-823-0965. Which one you guys want to take on? You want to take on that PT Cruiser question? <coughs> Michael's got a PT Cruiser. It's 2006. Why have I got no lights? I have no dashboard lights. Speedo, temp, RPM, dials, no tail lights, only brake and indicators, no front lights, only indicators, no center console lights for clock, heater, etc. I've checked and changed all the fuses and the uh, bulbs apart from, uh, what else does it say here? It goes on on the next page. Uh, dashboard lights is ARLED. I have changed the stick. For the lights, which is on the steering wheel, I don't have a diagnostic tool. Well, I'm going to tell you what it sounded to me like. He said that uh, the stick for the lights on the steering wheel, like it's the uh, multifunction switch there. Yeah. Yeah. 
But even on this vehicle right here, Doug, if I'm not mistaken, on a 2006 PT Cruiser, it's got it's got a totally power, totally integrated power module, and everything goes through that. Most everything that, that's where it's going to be at, uh, because he has no tail lights, no headlights, uh, no headlights, and no no inter- basically no interior lights. Well, yeah, but but it, it's all processed through that, and. And if he's replaced the switch, you know it's not the switch, and and you know it's either got an issue with the wiring or it's got a problem with the power module. Most likely, it's a power module. They've had a ton of problems with those. All right, yeah. and you can take it to one of us and let us scan it and look at it. We we can figure it out pretty quick. Yeah, they got the diagnostic tools to, to find it. All right, let's go to the line. We've got a caller. Cool. Dave is here in Little Rock. Hi, Dave, and uh, welcome to the Dave Ellswick Show. Your question for Joe and Duck. Hi, I have another headlight question. I have 2017 Versa, and when I flip the headlights on, the interior lights come on, but the headlights do not come on outside the car. But my high beams do seem to be working. What's the mileage on this car? Just curious. Uh, 164,000. Okay. Well, we're back to that. The the manual switches in these cars today, a lot of them don't actually turn anything on. They make a request to a body control module or a totally integrated power module of some sort. And this could have a be a software issue in that, or the, that particular module's probably bad. Because you've got different lights coming on for what you're requesting, but that's just a request on that switch. It's sending it to a module, and the module's actually going to do the job. Okay. That makes sense to you? Yes, close enough. Thank you very much. Thank you're you. All welcome. right, appreciate your Thank call. You, Dave. Dave. Thanks for calling in, Dave. That's the way it works. we got time for... One more question if you call right now, 823-0965, 823-0965. Now, if you got a question where you want to come in and, and get your car checked out, where do they call, Joe? Uh, call my shop at 501-753-4685. Okay, and they'll get you set up. Yeah, we'll make them, Steph will make an appointment and get them in. All right. Duck? 501-778-2886. Speak to Ashley, Russell, or Blake and... They'll get you appointment set up, but I need you to know I'm two weeks out right at the moment. If it's a major problem, if it's yeah, if it's very much of a problem, I'm two weeks out. I mean, if it's an oil change, you oil can probably change. get them in. I, I can get them through without any trouble. I like talk just a little bit about his versa, just, okay, just in, go ahead. Gen, in general terms. <clears throat> when we say that a manual switch isn't controlling what you're asking for. <clears throat> I'm going to give you a general description here, like if you have power windows and 99% of the cars today have power windows. If you reach over and you put the power window switch to roll the driver's window down, that's a request. The switch itself is a module, and that module is sending it to a relay center, and the relay center is rolling that left window down. Yes. Rolling it back up. And when you replace the motors, or a lot of times when you put switches in these cars, sometimes you have to go in there and tell it that you replace that switch and initialize it, or it won't work properly. So if this gentleman had put the switches in and done that, he might not have done the initialization and the relearn, and that's why it's not working properly. Because it don't, it thinks it's still broke. And even when you put those switches in, you have to go through, like, for instance, if you put a window motor in, you've got to go in there and you've got to roll that window up and down. You've got to initialize it, and you've got to learn the amp draw all the way up, all the way down. There's a procedure for that to relearn it. Otherwise, it's not going to work that window. 
just like a light switch or any other manual AC control panel, when you put those switches in there, you got to go in there and initialize it and relearn it, right, Doc? Yes. If you don't, it it thinks it's still broke. Huh. Even though it's not broke now, you've repaired it, but you got to go in there and tell it. It's kind of like on this exhaust system. You can go in there and replace it all, but if you don't go in there and clear all the numbers out, put it back to zero, and tell it, okay, I've changed all this, I've got it back to zero, then it'll pop up on a computer and tell you to do a regen on it. And then it goes through the regen cycle, and then it says, okay, everything's clean and new. Click, light goes off. Truck has got full power again, yeah, ready to go. And it's, it's learning everything it needs to know. And it's, it's kind of like the blend air door motors. Mm-hmm. You've got to learn them. Yep. Like steering wheel now. Most of all these cars, you've got to learn the steering wheel where the center is. Really? Yes. It's electronic steering, yeah. Amazing. They recalibrate the center point. It ain't like it used to be. What can no. I tell you? It, it's computers are everywhere. And it gets worse every day. All right. Thank Let's you, keep Dave. that in mind. Duck, thanks for coming in. Appreciate you. Same thing with you, Joe. Thanks Thank for you. coming in. I gave you the phone numbers. You got a problem, call them. They'll take good care of you. And uh, they'll be back next Thursday here on the Dave Ellswick Show. It's a Friday tomorrow. We'll have Robert Steinbach and Chris Corbett in with us. We'll talk about what's going on in the court system, some of the legal questions that are out there. Matt Smith's going to stop by. We'll talk about Scream 4. I'm going to go see it tonight. Early showing. I'll tell you what I think about it. I'm hearing good things about it. I'll let you know if what I'm hearing is correct. That's happening tomorrow. We'll get underway again at 6 a.m. here on 101.1 FM, The Answer. J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.